0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: Steak lockdown. You gotta be kidding me. Has it really come to this?
2: Security tags on steak? Plus, save the baby. You got a baby. As cops move in, an eruption of Gunfire. Is the baby okay? Then, $7,000 for a parking spot?
3: The extreme price is being charged for parking near the Super Bowl Stadium.
2: The latest on the Bob Saget death investigation. This woman suffered the same injury. Look at her today.
4: If Bob had
5: gone to the hospital, I think he would have lived.
4: This
6: is the kind of injury that might occur from a traffic accident,
2: uh, might occur from an assault. Plus, hauled out of the school board meeting.
5: What are you doing? And the wild reaction when a classroom of kids are told they don't have to wear masks anymore.
2: Plus, Adele's wild night. She's using a stripper pole. Then, I kissed a whale and I liked it. Oh, man. And special Inside Edition Super Bowl correspondent Cheryl Burke.
4: I'm here with the Bengals cheerleaders.
2: Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
4: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The other shoe has dropped when it comes to the purloin sirloin we've been telling you about. Meat counters at grocery stores in some places are now under lock and key in hopes of deterring the steak stealers. So if you want some pricey meat, you'll have to ask for it.
2: You've got
1: to be kidding me. Security tags on steak? It's true, the tidal wave of brazen shoplifting has come to this, expensive steak being fitted with steel security mesh. This is getting bad now, man. The new security tactic comes as the epidemic of shoplifting shows no signs of letting up. Now some fed up supermarkets are putting stakes under lock and key, using the same anti-theft devices usually associated with high-end electronic equipment. We found these social media videos taken by shocked shoppers at Walmarts in New York and Florida. Walmart now has the steak locked up. The other day, we showed you footage of an alleged shoplifter who stole 10 steaks, so many he could barely carry them all. New York supermarket chain owner John Katzmatidis says shoplifting is up 50%, so he's now hiring retired cops to work security. Enough is enough. Shoplifting has gotten so bad, many stores and pharmacies are putting staple items under lock and key. Even left-wing pundit Al Sharpton is fed up. They're locking up my toothpaste.
4: (laughs) The CVS pharmacy chain says they've experienced a 300% increase in retail theft since the beginning of the pandemic. And it was a tense scene in Phoenix today after a standoff with police ended with five officers shot, others wounded, and the suspect dead. Authorities say a baby was used to lure cops into danger.
5: Was an infant used to lure police into an ambush? The drama unfolded at two in the morning when a police officer was shot responding to a domestic dispute. You got a baby. Cops besiege the house in Phoenix. You can see a man coming to the door waving, and he's got a baby in his arms. He goes back in for a moment, but comes out again. Then he puts the infant, a baby girl, on the ground order him to walk backwards with his hands up. When police move in to retrieve the baby, all hell breaks loose. They're fired on from inside the house. Five officers were shot. Four others were hit by shrapnel. By some miracle, the baby was not harmed. When the sun came up, police entered the house and found the suspect dead, apparently, from a self-inflicted wound. A woman who was also in the house later died from her injuries.
3: I know the relationship between the suspect that shot the police officers and the woman who was injured inside. They are former uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. They have a child in common. I believe that child that was involved in in this incident is their child in common
5: for the man holding the baby,
3: we don't have any information to suggest that he's part of the ambush.
4: All the officers involved are in stable condition. On a much lighter note, Super Bowl weekend is here and it's being called the most expensive game day in NFL history. The cheap tickets are around seven thousand dollars. A 30 second commercial costs seven million. And as Jim Ray reports, if you want to park anywhere close to SoFi Stadium, it'll cost you. Fans heading
3: to the Super Bowl are in for sticker shock. These ads are selling single parking spots for more than $6,000. In this parking structure next door to SoFi Stadium, there's a spot for nearly $7,000. At this parking lot, a single spot, get this, is selling for $5,000 and it's a mile from the stadium. So be prepared for a brisk walk meantime, the LA County Sheriff's Department is converging around SoFi Stadium to keep the high-profile Super Bowl event safe. This is a
2: radiation uh, detecting backpack. Really? Yeah, and uh, basically what we'll do is we'll walk, uh, we'll walk the areas of the stadium. Deputy Tom Mayberry showed Uh, us his radiation
3: tracking devices.
2: This will just help me identify an unknown
3: substance. Hey, Bear. His Labrador, Bear, is the only certified canine trained in the country to sniff out biological Weapons And on the field, it's Inside Edition special Super Bowl correspondent, Cheryl Burke.
4: Excitement is building for the big game,
5: and I'm here with the Bengals cheerleaders.
3: The Dancing with the Stars champ proves she's got all the right moves.
5: One, two, head back three, four. Now to make
3: it official, Cheryl's handed the pom-poms. And away she goes, proving she's got what it takes to bring in the spirit. Cheryl also caught up with the football wives of the Cincinnati Bengals, and they showed her the players' favorite touchdown dances. One, two, three. The Los Angeles Rams wives also wanted in on the celebration dance, so they learned some salsa. Quick, quick, slow. And now the wives from both teams are ready for victory come Super Bowl Sunday.
5: Yeah, there we go.
4: Later in the broadcast, we'll tell you about the pizza crisis looming for Super Bowl Sunday. The news that Bob Saget died from blunt head trauma has raised more questions than answers. This woman has a unique insight. She hit her head while on stage doing a comedy routine and ended up in the hospital. She spoke about it with Stephen Fabian. The news
6: that Bob Saget died from a massive head injury is hitting home for this stand-up comic. 51-year-old Heather McDonald was performing for a sold-out crowd when she suddenly became dizzy.
4: So nice. So nice.
6: You can hear the sickening thud as her head hits the floor. Her injuries were eerily similar to Saget's, a fractured skull, brain bleed, even black eyes. The big difference, she was taken to the ER.
4: I have a fracture in my skull and I had some bleeding on the brain. And the trauma for the back of the brain will uh, oftentimes cause two black eyes.
6: Having suffered similar injuries here, do you think Bob Saget would have lived if he wasn't alone in his hotel room?
4: If Bob had gone to the hospital, I think he would have. Um, I think he would have lived.
6: How Bob Saget suffered that one fatal blow to the back of his head remains a mystery. The medical examiner says it was due to a fall backwards. But today, there's a new theory emerging. As Bob Saget returned to his hotel at 2.17 in the morning, it's possible he could have banged his head on the frame of his car or on the lid of his trunk. After all, Bob Saget was six foot five, so you could see how he could hit his head inside a there are also several places in his hotel room where he might have struck his head in a slip and fall a marble table a wooden desk shower fittings or the tile floor some experts are questioning the autopsy findings today there is no hotel room i've ever stayed in that would allow for a fall significant enough to cause this kind of head injury. Uh, This is the kind of injury that might occur from a traffic accident, uh, might occur from an assault, might occur from a fall down a, a flight of stairs. Head trauma specialist Dr. Robert Duarte studied the autopsy report. This wasn't just a little bump on the head, right?
3: Exactly. There were fractures in the base of the skull, in the occipital region, the temporal region. There was also fractures in the front above the eye on both sides of the of the skull
6: so even though we're hearing he hit his head on the back of his head it caused fractures in three places even the front exactly the police investigation is now closed so the mystery may never be solved
4: According to the CDC, about 50,000 people die every year from severe head trauma. Another 80 to 90,000 are disabled. Today is the day the thousands of New York City workers lose their jobs. The city made it quite clear. Get your COVID vaccine or lose your position. Well, today's the deadline. And as Amber Cogliano reports, those soon to be ex-employees are not very happy about it.
5: The pandemic may be waning, but anger over vaccine and mask mandates is not. You can see the crowd behind me here all gathered at New York's City Hall protesting mask and vaccine mandates. Mostly the city's vaccine mandate, about 4,000 city employees slated to lose their jobs if they don't prove they're vaccinated. We will not comply. We will not comply. The mayor's office says the holdouts represent only 1% of the city's workforce. That is assault! And there was oh drama at a school board meeting in Webster, New York, when this guy refused to wear a mask. The confrontation came after anti maskers put together a plan to disrupt the meeting and posted it on social media. Us. The plan is to wear it in, and after the Pledge of Allegiance, we all take them off. It all came That's to a head assault. when this maskless that guy refused assault. to leave. Oh my God! He He was physically removed. What the are you doing? I spoke with David Callas today. Why didn't you just put the mask on and follow the rules?
2: Through the last two years of the pandemic, um, I I didn't believe that masks were effective in in doing anything, to be honest with you. Um, And that's a belief that I, I stood by since the pandemic started.
5: And this was the joyous scene when students in Las Vegas were informed that their days of wearing masks were at an end anymore. And it was delayed by
4: COVID, but last night, the opening of The Music Man is being called the return of Broadway. It was celebrated with an actual marching band. The revival starring Hugh Jackman has had plenty of COVID dramas, which only made opening night all the more special.
3: The Great White Way is back with the revival of the beloved musical The Music Man, starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. You got Trump. A high school marching band kicked off the triumphant return playing, what else, 76 trombones. The event drew the city's biggest names. Mayor Eric Adams, former Mayor Michael Bloomberg, Anne Hathaway, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and New York Governor Kathy Hochul.
5: Yes, the pandemic was rough and hard on us, but we overcame it. And this is going to be an incredible comeback story. So I'm really proud to be here and join my fellow New Yorkers.
4: My daughter and I saw this in previews earlier this week, and it was phenomenal. Every single person left the theater with a great big smile on their face. And straight off her big win at Britain's Grammys, and after all that drama from her Vegas residency postponement, looks like Adele just let loose at a nightclub. Talk about letting your hair
6: down. That's Adele on a stripper pole. Yep, the singer got into the swing of things at a London nightclub she was partying like crazy singing and dancing and looked a bit shocked by the shenanigans on stage then on a whim she grabbed the stripper pole and spun around but she kept her clothes on and troubled talk show host wendy williams is she incapacitated reports say her bank has frozen her accounts denying the talk show host access to her cash Wells Fargo is urging the courts to appoint a guardian to handle her finances. Williams has been battling health problems and has not been on TV at all this season. Sherry Shepard is expected to take over the show next September.
4: We wish Wendy the very best. And talk about a whale of a tail. Some American tourists off the coast of Mexico got quite the close encounter when a 45-ton whale bobbed his head so close to the boat that the whale watchers got to kiss. Yes, I said kiss the thing's giant chin. One of the tourists called the experience an amazing one, and it's hard to argue that. We'll be back with more right after this.
2: Next, 10 years after the shocking death of Whitney Houston, her lost weekend, the timeline to disaster, from her last performance to her final meal at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, and Super Bowl pizza crisis. A mad dash for pizzas on Super Bowl Sunday. Pizza's biggest day. But will it get to you in time for the big game? We're going to call in all our drivers. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back.
4: Ten years ago today, the world was shocked to hear the news that Whitney Houston had died, found unresponsive in her hotel bathtub. Jim Murray with a timeline leading up to the final weekend of one of music's biggest stars. It would be the last performance of her life. We are learning more about the final moments of Whitney Houston's life.
3: Ten years later, we're still grappling with the loss of one of our greatest stars and the tragic circumstances of her final days. Here's the timeline, Wednesday, February 8th. Whitney was spotted leaving her doctor's office in Beverly Hills. She was treated for a sore throat. Whitney headed back to her suite here at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. She was in town for the Grammy Awards. But later that day, witnesses said she was acting strangely and wandering aimlessly in the lobby. They said that she looked disheveled, smelled of alcohol and cigarettes, and her clothes were mismatched. Thursday, February 9, Whitney crashed a TV interview with her mentor Clive Davis and singers Brandy and Monica. Her hair was dripping wet. Later that night, Whitney surprised everyone by joining singer Kelly Price on stage at a pre-Grammy party. No one could have imagined the end was near. The final images of her were taken as she left the party. Her hair messy, her face sweaty. Saturday, February 11. In the morning, Whitney spoke with her cousin, Dion Warwick, on the phone. Later, Whitney ordered lunch from room service. A burger, french fries, a turkey sandwich, jalapenos, and champagne, which she finished in the bathroom. 3.43 p.m., Whitney took a bath, but her hairdresser became concerned that she'd been in there for so long she knocked on the door. When she didn't answer, she went in and found the superstar face up in the water-filled tub. She and the bodyguard pulled Whitney out, called 911 and frantically tried to revive her, but it was too late. Music journalist Garrett Kennedy is the author of the new book, Didn't We Almost Have It All? in defense of Whitney Houston.
1: The circumstances of course made it this almost Shakespearean ending to this, you know, tragic tale that we had seen slowly play out for a long time
3: it's hard to believe 10 years have gone by since her family and the world
1: lost whitney houston she is such a once in a generational voice
4: whitney's only child bobby christina was with her mother at the hotel when she died bobby christina died in similar circumstances just three years later She was only 22. When we come back, a possible pizza crisis for Super Bowl Sunday. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution, personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order.
6: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
4: It's a Super Bowl pizza crisis will there be enough
3: pizza pies on game day at upper crust pizzeria in los angeles they expect triple their normal business
2: we're hoping to send out six seven hundred pizzas
3: nick singh co-owner of pops pizza in new york city recommends ordering your pies ahead of time we already have at least a, a very high number of pre-orders already, and it's only Friday. When game time rolls around, heat it up on the stove or in the oven, not in the
6: microwave. If you want to get it like crispy on the bottom, cooking on a pan, you want to pop it in the oven. You know, preheat the oven to about like 450. Throw it in there for like two minutes and it's ready. And if you can, choose pickup versus delivery. It saves us time. You get your order on time, you get it nice and hot, right out of the oven. Domino's Pizza announcing they'll tip customers who choose
3: carry out over delivery. You heard that right. Domino's will pay you $3 if you come pick up your pizza. Party planner Marley Major says don't be afraid to go the frozen pizza route.
4: Have the pizzas out and then have some toppings that people can add, like Parmesan cheese and red pepper flakes. It's a great way to dress up something and make a little bit fancier. Getting hungry already. And when we come back, one very happy baby. Finally today, how sweet is this?
1: This little princess is enjoying her snack. Oh. But wait, who's at the door?
5: Dad. Dad. What is it? It's dad!
1: Daddy's home.
4: Hi.
5: <laughs>
4: oh. What a welcome. That's Inside Edition for today. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time.